This is Wandering in the Word, where you can listen in as the staff of First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota, has a casual conversation about the scripture readings for the upcoming Sunday worship service. Welcome everyone to Wandering in the Word. Once again, we are uh, here bringing scripture texts for this coming Sunday to you with a little preview from our imaginations uh, to you. Um, today, looking at the readings for Sunday, October 17th, and... Mark chapter 10 just goes on and on forever. It feels mm-hmm. like we've, we've done a couple of weeks in Mark 10. We're, we're going to do another one. Um, Jesus has some more words for us and uh, I guess we'll discuss them. Do you want to yes. read it for us? Absolutely. Mark 10 verses 35 to 45. James and John, the sons of Zebedee came forward to him and said to him, teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, what is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, you do not know what you are asking. You are able to, or are you able to drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, we are able Then Jesus said to them, the cup that I drink, uh, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant. For it is for those who whom it has been prepared. When the 10 heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus came to them and said to them, you know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lorded over them and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. But whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must be the slave of all. For the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Did you like the sigh I added? That was very um, interpretive. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Every reading is an interpretation, really, because um, there aren't any notes really on tone or Mm -hmm. inflection. So probably as many times as you read it, you might get a different mm-hmm. interpretation. And maybe what some folks don't know is that um, when this was all recorded in Koine Greek, long, long, mm-hmm. long time ago, there wasn't punctuation. There wasn't like capital letters. And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can translate all the words perfectly, but sometimes punctuation makes a difference That's in, very true. in how things read. So a lot of interpreting goes into um, studying scripture. And I thought that that was just a very excellent interpretation <laughs> that you made of yeah. Jesus' sort of state of mind as he mm. responds to this. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny. I mean, it's just, it's like two of the 12 kind of sneak up to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. <laughs> Did they really think he was going to be like, okay, because you asked first? Well, sure. I don't know. I don't think they would be the only ones in the world who think of Jesus or God as kind of like a, a divine vending machine. True. (laughs) Or as this sort of, um, I, I will ask and expect to get whatever I want from God because God loves me. That kind of thought. I mean, that makes more sense of 
us when, I mean, we're part of a very consumer oriented culture. And so I think we tend to see God, you know, as consumers and we think like, how can we get what we want or what we need from God? But obviously not foreign to them either, because they're the ones who walked up to Jesus and said, Hey, teacher, (laughs) yeah, we want us to do whatever we ask of you. And what if Jesus, like a genie in a bottle would have been like, you, yes, yeah. like, sure. Tell me what you want. Your wish is my command. I'll make it happen. You guys are cool. Um, what do you want? But that's not how yeah. it went. Not quite. Didn't go down that way. Mm-hmm. Um, how about that request that they make though, too? I mean, that's, if you, if you could ask yeah. God for one thing and like really trusted that you would get it, what would it be? Ooh. And for how many people would be like, I want to sit at your right hand. Yeah. Like that's, I don't know, kind of anticlimactic, I would think. <laughs> right. In your glory, they want to, they want a position of honor and glory. Like, I don't know. I just imagine in heaven or in the reign of God, like every spot is going to be a pretty great spot. And yeah. I don't, I don't quite know what they're, what they're after with the sitting on his right and on his left, but it's obviously important to them. Yeah. They've asked for it. Was that like the dinner party thing back in the day though, where like at a wedding or a big thing, the closer you were to the head of the table, am I making this yeah. up? No, is this real? is right. Yeah. It's definitely a place of honor. And uh-huh. so, but I mean, <laughs> do they think that God would honor them more or they wanted to be know. honored in the midst of their peers oh, and totally. companions? Like this was a kind of a status thing yeah. for them which explains why the rest of their friends there at the end were so yeah. angry, <laughs> right? Yeah, like they heard about it and they were like, what? Yeah. Excuse you me. guys. I didn't know we were auditioning today. Yeah. Cause that is kind of sneaky. I mean, they didn't do it when they, everyone was together, yeah. but um, I'm not quite sure what Jesus is talking about with like, um, are you able to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? Yeah. Um, oh, you will with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. There's a lot um, of words in there. It's a lot of words, a lot of like prepositions and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, we, we all have been <laughs> baptized with this one baptism in, right. in the name of father, son, and Holy spirit. And what does that, what does that mean? I mean, I guess it's a life of discipleship and obedience to God that Jesus is modeling, like even in that very moment, um, so, I mean, kind of confusing, but it boils, boils right down to a pretty familiar refrain. Yeah. Like we just a few weeks ago had the story also from Mark's gospel of the disciples arguing on the way about who was the greatest. <laughs> They're like, no, I'm the best. No, I'm greater than you. Um, and Jesus was like, no, the first will be last. The last will be first. And uh, here again in uh, verse 43, whoever wishes to become great must be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. Son of man came not to be served, but to serve. And um, as often as Jesus has to say it to his disciples, that's at least as many times as we need the exact yeah. same reminder because it's so easy to slip into this worldly way of thinking, like where status comes, you know, like where you're sitting, how close to the host are you seated? And Jesus is saying, well, no, you have to be, you have to be like a humble servant. That's Mm -hmm. how you're, that's how you're great. That's how you're honored. 
how you find status in the kingdom. I don't know. What else? What else do you think about this little selection of verses here? Oh, Mark. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I listen to a podcast that talks a lot about like the heavenly Starbucks and who you'll like bump into and what you would ask them. Interesting. And how I, yeah. So it makes me think of like heavenly Starbucks. We're probably not all going to be just sitting at like one big table in heaven forever and ever. Like it won't be a static thing in my brain. Like you can get up and walk around and talk to other friends. And I would hope so. Right. Right. That'd be so boring. Like you can talk to at a table forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to ask James and John, like, what did you think was going to happen here? <laughs> what was the plan? What were you thinking? What was in yeah. your brain uh, when you decided together yeah. to go ask that question? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Zebedee, he, they're always yeah. listed as like the sons of Zebedee. He's probably like, why are you dragging my name into this? <laughs> you crazy boys. I always do better than that. Mm-hmm. You're so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. And we talked earlier about how in Mark's gospel, the disciples kind of throughout are a little bit slow to comprehend Mm -hmm. and, um, are often told things multiple times and still kind of don't get it. Mm -hmm. I believe you coined the phrase dopey disciples. Yeah. They're a little dopey a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think, you know, there's many days when I should be turning to Mark's gospel because I'm, yeah. you know, <laughs> at about the same place. I'm like, I know you just told me this, God, mm-hmm. but can you remind me? Right. I need a little help. I need a little remedial discipleship mm-hmm. direction. Hmm. Cool. All right. Well, should we move on to Hebrews? I suppose. All right. So the New Testament reading this week is from the book of Hebrews, which we've been making our way through. And uh, this is from chapter five. Uh, verses one through 10. It says, every high priest chosen from among mortals is put in charge of things pertaining to God on their behalf to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He's able to deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is subject to weakness. And because of this, he must offer sacrifice for his own sins as well as for those of the people. And one does not presume to take this honor, but takes it only when called by God, just as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself in becoming a high priest, but was appointed by the one who said to him, you are my son. Today, I have begotten you. As he says also in another place, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And having been made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him, having been designated by God a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Well, there you go. This is a kind of a nice little um, look at uh, maybe sort of worship practices and the context of um, Jewish people. In, in the days of Jesus, that there was um, a group of people, like a family line from uh, that started with Aaron way back in the book of Exodus, yeah. Moses' brother Aaron. Um, they were the priestly family, the priestly line. And so the high priests come from that uh, sort of lineage. And um, that is what they do. They offer gifts and sacrifices 
uh, for sins. And there are all kinds of places in the Old Testament where you can go look up like which sacrifices are required to atone for which sins. And some sacrifices are small, some are giant and some kind of, they're on like a, a sliding fee scale <laughs> according to your, your uh, wealth and income status. And uh, so it gets complicated, but these people, this was like their career. This was their life, the high priests. So then, I mean, Jesus is compared to a high priest or is called a high priest. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of crossover. I mean, I also yeah. kind of struggle with that a little bit. There's some parts in this passage that I was like, wait a minute. I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some, some questions. I don't know. What questions did you have? Um, well, it stuck out to me. Now I won't be able to find it. Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. Just that like, now you don't have to be from Aaron's line to be a mm-hmm. priest Oh, and to yeah. lift up other people and do the job that you are here doing. Um, yeah, you don't have to be able to prove you're from the order of Melchizedek to be worthy of serving in a church situation. True. Yes. That, yeah. Aren't we lucky as Lutherans, we have this yeah. idea of the priesthood of all believers where we don't imagine that a high priest um, needs to intercess on our behalf, but that we can go directly to God, that we can bring the word of God to others, not based on like who we are, but on who yeah. God is and what God calls us to do. So it kind of flattens out this sort of like a hierarchy of holiness that is present in this sort of context. That's way better. I think <laughs> <laughs> trying uh, try to find the happy. Yeah, true. Um, so I don't know. There's, there's this um, kind of a Trinitarian theology question of like, what is Christ's relationship to God? And in verse five, um, the author of Hebrews is quoting from somewhere. And I couldn't tell you where off the top of my head, uh, God saying, you are my son today. I have begotten you. And I'm not sure what that means. If we are, um, going back to our ecumenical creeds, we think that uh, Jesus was eternally begotten, not that there was like a time before Jesus was, but that Jesus has been with God eternally, like as far back and as far forward as you could possibly imagine. And then some, um, so I, I don't know, like that raises some questions in my brain, like, you know, what, is that important to this author? Are they just kind of throwing that in there? Yeah. Is it important to me? Feels like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something to wonder about. Yeah. And what else? Oh, there was more. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what yeah. he suffered. And having been made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. So, yeah, I think the thing about Hebrews is that it kind of, it kind of, words things differently than in like Paul's letters, which as Lutherans, we just keep going back to like Romans and Galatians and finding a lot of our inspiration and our theological kind of foundations there. Mm -hmm. Hebrews just uses a different set of images, different set of language. And so in some ways, I think it's kind of refreshing because it does make you kind of sit back and be like, wait a minute, what Mm -hmm. does that mean? And what, what is it that I 
believe and how can we articulate that without just running back to Paul right away? But like, how can we sit with this and um, find the the truth that um, this book in the Bible is trying to impart to us? So I don't know. That doesn't really answer any questions. That's just kind of a, that's okay. That's kind of where I'm at. Plus, it, <laughs> you get to say Mel, Melchizedek, Melchizedek yes. a couple times. He's like a, well, a high, a high priest, ancient high priest. He had a, an order. Hmm. And wouldn't it be boring if we read the Bible and it just all made sense all the time? We didn't have to like think and digest and hmm. learn and grow. And yeah, then we couldn't, we couldn't wander in the word. Yeah. We would just know stuff. Um, <laughs> and then that might give us the impression that we know and perfectly understand God and that God makes sense yeah. when I'm not convinced that's at all true because no. I think if we say God is love, sometimes love does not make sense. It has, it works by its own logic, mm -hmm. the logic of love. Um, so it's good. It's good to be confounded by scripture mm -hmm. now and then. So I guess we'll keep it. We'll keep yeah. the book of Hebrews in our Bibles. <laughs> we'll keep, mm -hmm. we'll keep reading it in worship and keep kind of struggling over, you know, what it, what it means yeah. um, then and now for us. So anything else you want to say about either Hebrews or Mark? I don't think so. All right. We're going to call it a day then. It's been wonderful wandering in the word with mm -hmm. you. And we will hope to catch you uh, at worship 930 on the 17th. Or you can tune in at firstlutheran.tv either at 930 or anytime after that and catch a recording of the whole service. So lots of ways to worship with us. We hope you'll join us and we'll see you for wandering in the word next.